0: Hmm,
1: that's weird. That's weird. You're kind of weary me out. You are a sad, strange is crazy. little man.
0: This is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy! Isn't that weird?
1: That's weird, man. It's strange.
0: What's up campers? Welcome back to episode 97 of Camp Strange. I am your Camp Counselor, Alex Tobin.
1: And I'm your other camp
0: counselor, David Stokes. And we're back to reading the spooky, wacky, weird, strange, and toothless. But you know what? That's Ooh. gonna maybe tie into my story, so. Are you uh, talking about How to Train a Dragon? No, I, I've i never oh. seen that movie. It looks good, though. Yo, they're good. I've heard good things. I'm a big Dream fan Wars of anime. speaking up on Pixar real quick-like.
1: Yeah, I, I love animated kid movies, and that, those are good ones.
0: Yeah, I, I think they had Wreck-It Ralph, too. That was another good one that DreamWorks No. That oh.
1: No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Seriously? Did you even watch the movie? There's a whole scene where they're talking to all the
0: Disney princesses. What is Yeah. There? Oh, I don't know. Then fuck. Anyway, <laughs> but before we get in, before we get into Un- our uncultured swine, story, <laughs> before we get into our longest stories, let's catch you up on any news. And I have a great news story right here: as Trump's former doctor hid vegetables in his food to help him lose weight, which is great.
1: Um, I I, I just, I want to know how that was done. I want the specifics of like what vegetables he snuck
0: into what dish. (laughs) I'll tell you right now. Well, apparently, you know, the Big Mac daddy loves a Big Mac. Um, Of course, we've seen that before. I mean, there are in this article there are pictures of him on his jet eating a bucket of KFC and like Big Macs, like, and he puts it on a plate. Who does that? What psychopath? Eat it out of the cardboard (laughs) container like a sad person, like we all are when we're eating a Big Mac. Okay.
1: (laughs) Well, do you remember when uh, I I believe it was Clemson, the University of Clemson? um,
0: Yeah, there's that pictures on here too with all the fucking Wendy's and the Big Macs and the um, yeah. The Don't. government was
1: the government was on a shutdown after the uh, the Clemson Tigers won the NCAA national championship for football, and typically they invite the champions to the White House to meet the president every year. And uh, while the government was shut down, he used that as an excuse to say, "Oh, we didn't have anybody to cook food, so we went and we bought like eight hundred Big Macs." like, 4,000 chicken nuggets, and he, like, Chilupas, put them out.
0: Yeah. Du- double bacon-aners. He got some, like, McDonald's salads on there. I don't know who's touching those, but. I don't know. Um, But, but yeah, he's, yeah. like, the catering staff wasn't working, so he just went and fucking bought a bunch of shit for their, like, championship whatever dinner. And uh, they all had probably horrible diarrhea after that. But, you know, that's okay. Oh, yeah. Because this article is about – Uh, Trump's dietitian trying to uh, get him to lose 15 pounds and trying to introduce exercise machines. As we both know that neither one of those things happened, but I just love this article because um, I guess Dr. Jackson is his name. He, he left the white house, uh, but he says one of his biggest regrets about leaving the positions was not able, was not being able to follow through with his regime for the president who had put on four pounds by his next checkup. (laughs) So not only did he not lose weight, but he's putting on weight but he said, the exercise stuff never took off as much as I wanted it to, but we're working on his diet. And this is the best quote I've ever heard. We were making the ice cream less accessible. <laughs> we were putting cauliflower into his mashed potatoes. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. I mean, like, OK, we all we're all aware that our, our president of the United States, Donald Trump, um, he's. I forget what number he is but he's like one of the top 5 top 10, ten by technicality most paid professional like most paid athlete in America cuz he's a oh, because how he, much he golf cuz he's a golfer because oh, of how yeah. much he spends on golf See, so just take thing, away the golf cart make him just walk from hole to hole I'll be, that would make the biggest difference I guarantee it
0: another thing they wrote in this article is that he considers golf exercise um not when you're using a golf cart <laughs> Do you know he's six three, two hundred and thirty nine pounds?
1: See, now I would, I know he, I knew he was tall. I didn't know his exact weight, and I would have expected it to be a little more than than that.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Um. They say he's dangerously close to obese, but um, you know what? He's, Who's to say he's seventy? He's also seventy, and yeah. uh, they say he's like the oldest president in the White House, which is kind of interesting, but. He's probably. I mean, he's got nothing on Taft. You know, Taft got stuck in a bathtub. He was so fat. But hey, let's get. I'm down to get Trump in a bathtub and just see what happens. If you know what I mean, we'll introduce some baconators in there and like I don't know, a little rubber ducky. <laughs> I think we got with a the ca- jet with the jet ja- <laughs> with the jet in the, the Box head on her hands. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so I just thought that was really fucking funny that they had to hide vegetables. I'm surprised they they might have also hid anti uh heartworm medicine in his uh, mashed potatoes. I'm oh. not 100% sure, but you know. Thank you
1: for reminding me with it being uh, J- uh July 2nd right now. I need to give my dog his heartworm medicine. Um <laughs> so uh I got my next news story here which is mystery Jeffrey Epstein statue found in downtown Albuquerque.
0: What the fuck? Somebody yeah. built a statue?
1: Yeah, and just put it up downtown next to City Hall.
0: And it's metal?
1: Yep, and it has a little description of his life on it, like a little plaque.
0: Did it say he didn't kill himself?
1: Um, I'm scanning through it right now. No, but it is also, um, it's not a positive statue. Okay, it's, that's uh, good. <laughs> it's a negative one for sure. He was a rapist who died in prison, it, it says on it.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's that's not a memorial statue. Okay, that makes a little bit more no. sense. I was gonna say why Albuquerque too, but you know, who knows. Good for you, Albuquerque. That's pretty interesting, though. I don't know. But also, like Jeffrey Epstein work, didn't though. kill himself. <laughs> Do you remember all those Trump statues that, or the art things pop up that were like popping up, and it was just like him naked with a little penis? Do you remember that thing? Yeah, that was that was great. <laughs> so so much good art nowadays. You know, I love it. Um, we're in a new renaissance of art. <laughs> but I think one of them did pop up in New York. But speaking of New York, my second news article says, Egg McMuffin Rat is the newest fast food rodent star in New York. <laughs> <laughs> Egg McMuffin Rat.
1: Oh, I got to Google this little bastard.
0: Oh, the, it, he, it's, a, it's a fucking fat ass rat literally carrying an entire Egg McMuffin down the stairs of a New York subway. And so it's, it's
1: very like, similar to the pizza one but just with an egg McMuffin. Yeah. Oh my um, god. Yeah, so Holy I, cow.
0: I don't want to say there's a rat and Trump had a lot in common, but they both they both could I'll I'll picture them both dragging some egg McMuffins down the subway stairs every once in a while, you know.
1: You know, that's just that's impressive just looking at the size of that rat compared to the size of that egg McMuffin
0: because that's a big muffin. Yeah, I'm also surprised that like I can't really tell if the bottom piece of the bread is like staying together or if it's just like so sticky that it's just like one cohesive (laughs) egg McMuffin, but like, or if the rat's just holding the sandwich together. It's, there's so many questions I have that need to be answered. And uh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just loving, you know, some, even though these are trying times. We are making it work, and we are thriving with our McMuffins, and, uh, you know, you, you got to do what you got to do in order to survive. And this rat, you know, went to McDonald's, saved yeah. up his money, and yeah. purchased an Egg McMuffin legally, and, you know, I respect that. How
1: much does an Egg McMuffin run these days? Like, two bucks?
0: Well, how much in rat dollars?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I, you got to break it down, because every cent is so
0: much harder for a sewer rat to come by. I feel like scents are easy for them to come by, but like well, the of course doll- pennies, and that's a double entendre too because of like smells, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm, just like a lot going on in this article, man, and like this conversation.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: who would have thought two intellectuals could have such a good conversation about egg McMuffin rat?
1: Well, we are men of science, <laughs> and we are whiskey men. So I know this is a topic that we've discussed about avoiding, um, not just be- not because we should be avoiding it, but more of just to um, maybe give some entertainment to people that can avoid the whole coronavirus thing. Um, just because it's just all what our lives circle around, so we've you know we've kind of avoided it just so then people can maybe forget about it. But this news story, was too good to pass up. So um, coronavirus patient suffers hours long erection due to blood clots in penis
0: what that's a thing that can happen i guess
1: so is that you think it just hurt
0: i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to know that's fucking crazy i guess out of all places to get a blood clot i mean that's that's not good either i guess
1: yeah well the the coronavirus is known to cause blood clots in up to a third of uh the patients
0: oh my god which, well, I didn't know that. Me neither. I had not heard that yet. I mean, I guess better in the penis than the brain, but I say, if, you, if you're if you going to take my penis, might as well take my brain, too, you know? Seriously. Just kill Ugh. me. Just kill me. Ugh. Just let the rats drag me down to the sewers. <laughs> That's what I say. That's fucking crazy, though. Yeah. I don't know. Man.
1: So, um... I got, do you have another one? I've got one more. No,
0: I'm I'm out of stories. That's all. I only look up egg McMuffin rat stories, and if there's none, there's no news.
1: So I don't even know if this is a real news story. I just saw a post on Instagram while we were uh, setting up because we had a lot of technical difficulties before recording today, and uh, so I was looking at my my Instagram account and I saw a post that said um, soaring temperatures are giving men's summer. It's giving men. Summer penises. Doctors confirm the heat wave is having a a positive effect on the size of male genitals.
0: I've said that for so long. I stand by this. All my friends know back in high school that they are, I coined the term, I don't know if I coined this term, but there's good (sighs) dick days and there's bad dick days. And every guy knows what this is. Where, you know, sometimes you go to like take a pee and you're like, oh, this is so sad. What happened here? It's all, it's all, it's all a it's all head. It's all it's all it's, all, it's all, it's all, it's kind of like purpled and discolored. It looks like it was like, like they found it on a corpse and then sewed it onto you. You're like, what is going on here? What is this? Who stole my penis? Uh, and then there's some days where you're like, "Whoa, I wouldn't mind somebody coming up behind me and pulling my pants down at the Victoria's Secret <laughs> model show," you know? Hey. <laughs> it looks good today, so yeah, we call those good dick days and bad dick days. And well, it's good dick season right now, so. Um, oh, it's sure. great dick yeah. season. The <laughs>
1: it's it's just the opposite of shrinkage, like from the Seinfeld episode when. Exactly.
0: Uh, yeah, but um, the, there's also yeah. no one. No one likes to talk about the the bad side of good dick season, which is b- bad butt season. All of a sudden yeah, you bad got, butt you, <laughs> all of a sudden you got a, a three cups of water coming out of your butt while you're sweating so much and you're like, what is happening back here? You know, you sit down for two seconds, you stand up and if you're wearing khaki pants, everybody knows that you just peed out your butt. You're just so yep. sweaty yeah. back
1: there. I got something for you here. Hear me out. What? Tell me if you like it. How about thawed dongs?
0: What the fuck are you talking about?
1: They're nice and thawed out from the heat. They're looking good. thaw dongs.
0: Is that what's the dong? <laughs> like the, the penis, the thawed dongs? Yeah,
1: it's thong it's thawed out.
0: Oh, that you're trying it's to say nice and thawed warm. thongs. Like is No,
1: that... thawed dongs.
0: Okay. Oh, oh, okay. So like so you're saying Would you like put good, it on a shirt? Good good dick season is like uh, like when you have like a good one, it's a thawed dong. Yeah, that's that's just I don't know why, but I keep thinking that song. You know, Daw doll, doll. You remember that song from like the '90s? But I just of doll, doll, dongs. Oh, okay, kind. I it's it's ringing a bell. I'm it, not hearing it too well. It's like yeah, I don't know what the fucking song's called, but it's like ba 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 or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I'll, find, <laughs> I'll find. I'm being that guy right now. I'm like ba ba ba. What song is that? And you know what song I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't know. What... You know
1: what's that one guy's name? You, you know that one guy from he's got he's got hair and he's got two eyes.
0: Howie Mandel. What's that guy's name? Oh
1: wait. He was in that what <laughs> he was in that one movie.
0: <laughs> the one with
1: the, and the feet. girl, he was the girl was in it and he they were they were doing that thing. What, what Oh was they're that
0: doing guy's name? they're doing da da da. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I think it's in Biodome. Oh. And don't ask me why I'm dropping a Biodome reference right now, but boy yeah, great a, movie it's a good movie
1: but is that all the you know i think <laughs> th-
0: i th- i think we could get paulie shore on the show if we really tried. <laughs> i think we can um
1: <laughs> but um i mean he was doing that awful instagram ad the other day did oh, i send that one
0: to you yeah i think that was like uh um what do you call it where you could, it was a
1: call i think it was a car insurance a thing or Quimby. health insurance
0: what, what's the thing where you oh cameo i think it was a cameo that somebody just like turned into an ad which is fucking probably hilarious and illegal but it was
1: insane. He he was giving this terrible ad, reading off a terrible script. He had sunglasses on, and he was leaning up against his his uh, his, his kitchen sink. And you could, in the reflection of his sunglasses, you could see like dirty dishes <laughs> in his sink.
0: <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I'm just saying, you know, pick a, you know, I mean, you could pick the yeah. locations.
1: Everybody's got a, a dirty dish, but I mean, Mike, you're being paid to advertise something. Maybe just. You don't, I'm not even saying you have to clean it, just maybe move it.
0: You know how you wouldn't have a dirty dish? If you were an adult and you ate your fucking Big Mac out of the cardboard and casing and didn't involve plates, you know? Just Big throw Macs, it away. Or just buy Crunchwraps from now on. That's all you need to do. It's a plate in itself. Exactly. So just something to tink about. Um, but I guess we're caught up on the news, so we should probably get into these stories. But before we do, we gotta tell you to drink your Spring-Heeled Jack. That's right, we're talking coffee, baby. And it's hot out there, but guess what? They got iced coffee. I'm just saying, like, I don't know if they got iced coffee, but, like, they definitely... You could make iced coffee at home. So go buy yourself some Spring-Heeled Jack. Go dig, Go stick your thawed thaw, dong in there and uh, thawed up. <laughs> oh, man, <Amanda>. uh <laughs> And, uh, yeah, show the world what you It'll got. will wake it up. Anyway. Yeah.
1: But just, just to save ourselves from a lawsuit, we are not suggesting you, you dunk your giblets in a <laughs> steaming hot cup of coffee. <laughs>
0: Don't do that. Well, David's saying that. I'm not saying don't (laughs) do it. I'm not saying do do it. I'm just saying like that's a possibility. But yeah, Coffee. Go check them out. They're great and uh, affordable too. And that's what you really need in life. Affordable and great. So let's get into these stories now. Now, David, did you often have memories of the county fair as a child when it rolled into town?
1: Yeah, it was usually, um, man, I, I every time I think of the county fair, I think of the one time my buddy and I went on the zipper, which Ooh, I the wrote zipper, zipper
0: in here. I wrote zipper in here as just like a little fun, like homage to shitty carnival rides.
1: Yeah, I had known someone personally who had fallen out of one because they didn't lock the door. Um, <gasps> and that one always had the accidents but i will I will always have the memory of it was probably seventh grade, eighth grade, and my buddy and I got off the zipper, and I remember him just hands on knees, the most violent vomit you've ever seen, straight on the ground about two feet from a garbage can, <laughs> right in front of the massive line of people waiting to get on the ride. I will never forget that moment.
0: um is the zipper is the one where they like put you in like the cage and it just like flips you around like insane, right?
1: Yeah, it go it goes it goes up and then down, but the whole time the thing's spinning.
0: Yeah, I saw I saw a kid throw up on the, um, you know, like not the alien saucer one, but the one where they still lock in the in the sides and then it go, spins in a circle and you kind of stick to the sides. Somebody, yeah, yeah, and people try to stand up on it. Yeah, and I seen somebody throw up on that and it like got on everybody in line, which is fucking crazy. It's like sandlot, yeah, shit, but.
1: That's why I'd stay away from that one. Yeah, because you're either on the ride and you're getting sprayed, or in line and you're getting sprayed.
0: Also, I didn't see it, but I remember like when the first day our carnival or fair like opened, like or like the second day, one of the rides was like a tiny little caterpillar roller coaster for children, and one of the oh, workers yeah. was like standing in the wrong place at the wrong time, and apparently he he lost his leg. Oh yeah! Fucking. You can't
1: do it on the kids rides. You can do <laughs> no. it on the adult rides, but the kid rides—that's just not fair. That's like, not okay. If you lose
0: your leg on the zipper, be like, "Wow, that's pretty badass." When you're like, "I lost my leg on the caterpillar ride," you're like, Ugh. kind of borrow one that, from the caterpillar. He needed more that, legs.
1: That little cartoon caterpillar haunts his dreams every night. <laughs> it's like, "I need your other
0: leg. <laughs> I'm uneven now." Uh, <laughs> But, they just,
1: like, attached
0: it to the ride, just dragging <laughs> on the back. <laughs> but um, let me continue my story now that we we have all these gross <laughs> memories. Um, the smell of those giant corn dogs, funnel cakes, and those horrible neon pink spray-painted t-shirts and hats. You know the ones I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Oh, they're so bad. Well, and then I wrote, Guy lost his leg on Caterpillar ride right at mine, which is, I just wanted to remember that one. Well, yeah. in the little town of Auburn, Indiana, in the year 1991, a wholesome county fair quickly became another incident of satanic panic. As today, I will be telling you about the Carney Cult Murder. Ooh. So, it was the fall of 1991 when the DeKalb County Free Fall Fair, a lot of Fs, a lot of alliteration, rolled into the small town of Auburn, Indiana. With a merry-go-round, zipper, and all the fried dough you can eat, the townspeople flocked to the bustling downtown to enjoy the week-long festivities. But little did they know, something else followed along with the bright lights and fast rides. That's right, a cult. But not just any cult, a carny cult. But not just any carny cult, a satanic carny cult. Which is, I feel like it checks all the boxes.
1: You know, I feel like the only thing that you could add in is like cannibalistic, satanic, carny cult.
0: I feel, like, and anything yeah.
1: else, you're really pushing it.
0: Yeah, and I feel like, like, I'm not saying all Satanists, Satanists practice cannibalism, but I feel like they are adjacent to a certain extent. Where you're like, you know, maybe we should try it. Like, it's already like devil and hell. Like, we're already on the bad side. This is taboo. We should try this. You know, but um, yeah, there's some Satanists out there that who disagree and say that it's not necessarily a evil religion it's just a different religion so to each their own as long as you're not hurting anybody but these guys obviously uh weren't those kind of satanists so let's get into it so you see one of the workers at the carnival was 20 year old mark goodwin uh, and he was not only a devout follower of Satanism, but he was also a practicing Satanist who had formed his own Satanic cult within the religion called Satan's Disciples, which is actually not even that unique of a name. I feel like there's a, probably like 10 other cults out there called that. it has got to be. But he created this at the young age of 15. So he was a real go-getter, you know? He was real ahead of his time. <laughs> so at the time, Satanism was in the news much more frequently, Uh, as the satanic panic swept America from the 1980s up until the early 1990s. And uh, some could even say that many of the incidents of young people becoming Satanists was a direct response to the mass media coverage and parental denouncement of the religion. And basically, teens just wanted to rebel and have their own identity, and this was the easiest way to do so. Now, you know, they didn't have TikTok back then. You You couldn't just do a dance and just have your own identity. You had to fucking carve a you know a pentagram into your chest and light some candles and you know pray to the the fiery overlord in order to get some damn respect in this goddamn house yeah you know but david david's just on tiktok now just he's, your dances are getting better i have to say they are, i i know i i'm getting the timing down
1: better Renegade. it's just Renegade. so hard to keep up Renegade. with those young teens <laughs> <laughs> they are quick they're so agile, and I'm just old and frail.
0: <laughs> Pop my hip. <laughs> and I'm out. doing,
1: and I'm, you know, I'm trying to make dances to like 50 cents lollipop because that's what was cool when I was that yeah, age. Yeah,
0: David's trying to bring back the stanky leg, and it's. Yeah. His, I'll tell you something. The leg stinks, but he's not even dancing. <laughs> my leg reeks. <laughs> it's
1: One of them's fine. Left leg is great. Right leg just, oh, it's. It's awful. I have
0: to keep it in a garbage bag all day. <laughs> just just run it over with a fucking caterpillar roller coaster, why don't you? Just save me the medical bill. <laughs> so, in those early years, Goodwin, the 15-year-old leader of the cult, knew that one thing a cult must have in order to succeed is followers, so he began to recruit friends to participate in some of the religious rituals. Goodwin and some friends would go deep into the woods at night and wildly dance around giant bonfires while also partaking in animal sacrifice and sex rituals but you know what's interesting of course those come with satanism right they have to but they don't really yeah. describe what was going on you know like animal sacrifice is so sad you know but like the sex rituals is what I'm interested in because I'm like like who did they recruit was it like all of his like guy friends and they're like oh, let's just like try this you know maybe the devil they, they want to try everything that's taboo and in the early 90s like being gay was like not acceptable so or you know less acceptable so maybe they're like, oh, let's just go be gay in the woods. Like, that, that'll that stick it to mom and dad, you know? I'll come home with yeah. pine cones in my hair and a new <clears throat> respect for Jonathan. And oh. guess what? It's good dick season. <laughs> <laughs> it is.
1: We all lined up, and we all
0: agree it's good dick season. <laughs> so, So after some years of strange rituals and devil worshiping, Goodwin moved on from his satanic phase and was almost fully over it um, and this was about five years later, you know, or uh, maybe like three to five years later. And he was almost fully over, you know, just going in the woods, having sex with his friends, killing rabbits. And uh, that was until he met his coworker and fellow Carney, 18-year-old Keith Lawrence, who also had intense interest in Satanism as well. And who was able to bring Goodwin back into the religion full force. The two would go on to begin rituals again and even draw up a contract with the devil signed in both of their blood, which I feel like it should have been done day one. You know you need a yeah. contract. You know you need to sign it in blood. Yeah. I mean, you can't get a car without signing
1: off on shit. You can't get an apartment. See- <laughs> what makes you think you can get Satan on your side unless you're ready to commit day one?
0: You can't be a Satanist unless your credit's at least seven fifty. I have to say. We don't want any lowlifes in here, I'll tell you. But, um, you know, it's also interesting to try to, like, figure out how to sign something in blood. Then you got to go, like, find, like, a feather or, like, a, what do you call it? A, a quill. A, a quill. Yeah. You got to go find, like, a quill. Yeah. See, I'm not more of, I'm not, like, assigning my name in blood because that seems, like, too hard. And also, if, like, you fuck up, like, it's not going to be as smooth as a ballpoint pen, you know? So what I would do is I would sign in mm-hmm. regular ink. And then you just want to, like, maybe make, like, a thumbprint blood mark because then it's your fingerprint and it's blood and now it's just more like you know it's it's easier it's it's you <laughs> you could catch all my uh, i think th- i agree yeah um, my, my tips and tricks on etsy if you want to see how to make a devil contract i'll make them for you uh I'll save you send you the kit no quill the gold course.
1: the gold edged paper is extra stop asking oh
0: yeah I like burn the edges I, I uh, draw a little tea I uh, drag a tea bag a wet tea bag across the top of the paper make it look real mm-hmm. old make it look like the Declaration mm-hmm. of Independence it'll look great yeah but um, now that they were both fully back into the you know the religion and the cult they began to recruit to the cult again and Keith was able to recruit two more men uh, and fellow Carney workers, one being his 21-year-old brother David Lawrence, and the other was 23-year-old Jimmy Lee Pennick. So before I go deeper into this, I found this uh, story. Just kind of like every website had like a two-paragraph thing about the story, so there weren't like a ton of details. So I had to keep looking on different websites, and I eventually like found like court documents. And, um, like, you know, some details here and there that were like filling in some of the gaps, but like a lot of the things I don't fully know, because this isn't even like a super widely covered story. It's, it was like almost more small town, like story where like everybody in the town knew about it, but not that many people out of the town, I feel like knew about it. So it's, it's interesting. I feel like there could be like a full documentary on just like this murder, you know, it's it's very interesting, but, um. So Mark Goodwin and Keith Lawrence were happy that they had recruited two more trustworthy adversaries they would be able to commit debauchery with. But there was one problem. You see, when word got around the carnival that a satanic cult was recruiting new members, and uh, one carny was very interested in joining such a group, and his name was William Alt. See, Alt would pester the guys, begging them to join the cult. And although Alt was friendly with the guys, you know, he was like a coworker, he was friendly, whatever. They talked to him sometimes. For some reason, they did not trust him enough to join the cult, though. You know, they they were like, uh, like we want to yeah. make sure people are, you know, if we're gonna be killing rabbits and maybe they just didn't find him attractive. You know, they're just like, well, if we're gonna go have maybe. sex with each other in the woods, might as well bring all the <laughs> hot carnival workers which uh, yeah. I understand Slim pickings. that's an oxymoron sometimes, but, you know. Um, but there, um, there was a problem for Alt, and Alt's problem quickly became a problem for one of the other members, Jimmy Lee Penick. So apparently Penick had told Alt in passing that earlier in the year, Penick had committed a murder in Fulton County, Ohio, and had gotten away with it. So they're in Indiana, I believe now. But um, yeah, I guess like in weird conversation, you know, carnival conversation. You're like, I murdered. Someone's like, man, you murdered that balloon toss. And he's like, oh, that's not the only thing I murdered. I also murdered a guy in Fulton County, Ohio. And they're like, what? That's (laughs) crazy. Real nonchalant. Very cool of you. Um, So he told Alt about this. And uh, Alt found this information extremely useful in order to apply pressure to the cult in order to solidify a new position within the gang. So basically, he was going to blackmail uh, Pennick into being like, well, I know about your murder. So if you guys don't let me in the gang or the cult, I'm just going to tell somebody about your murder and get the cops involved and then you're fucked. So they're like, fuck, like, what do we do? So, the blackmailing by Alt made not only Penic Furious, but also his newfound brothers who knew that Alt needed to be silenced in order for their cult to move forward. So, they devised a plan. They figured that the best way to shut Alt up was to scare him with the religion. Uh, to the point where he did not want to join the cult anymore, so they decided to go for it. So basically, what they wanted to do was they knew this guy liked Satanism, and they're like, "Well, let's just make it like too intense where he's going to be like, you know, what? I I kind of want to back out. So it's not like them, you know, turning him away. It's him deciding, you know, uh, maybe this isn't for me. So they're like, let's just like act crazy and blah blah blah, and then he'll be he'll back out real fast. So. On September 25th, 1991, Brenda Ferguson, a friend, I don't know if she was also a fellow carny, but she was a friend, uh, she was asked to help Goodwin find a secluded place where they could initiate Alt into the satanic church. After the carnival closed for the evening, Ferguson, uh, the woman, drove the five men to a secluded farm building and dropped them off. Alt was then asked to lie down on a door which was being used as an altar where he was then tied up and gagged but alt was still game though so if somebody's like hey we have to tie you up i'd be like i don't think i'm into the gang anymore
1: yeah but i guess it makes sense you'd think oh this is just what they do with everybody kind of thing you know you are joining a satanic cult cult
0: yeah, exactly. It's very punk rock. It's very like uh like it's gonna be scary. Like you know what you're getting into. I trust these guys. Even though you just like basically threatened like put a guy in prison for life, like I wouldn't I wouldn't trust but like this guy's also trying to join a satanic cult and he's like a carney, so I don't know like what, you know, his IQ's at right now. Not saying anything about Carney's just this guy in general. So, um, Keith Lawrence then read in invocation to Satan, hoping that that would do the trick and scare Alt, but of course, it also didn't. They then felt like they needed to up the stakes a little bit more. Uh So, using Keith Lawrence's knife, Penick, you know, the murderer from Ohio, made a deep cut on Alt from his neck to his stomach. Oof. So, I don't think it was, like, deep enough to, like, you know obviously kill him. I think he's kill like, him. I'm gonna cut you because like this is part of the ritual type thing. And Alt was like still in. So, um, he cut him from his neck to his stomach and Goodwin and the Lawrences, both Lawrence brothers, also made cuts on Alt's chest and abdomen in the form of an inverted cross. Um so as well as other cuts, I guess they cut him a little bit more, but he still thought like, Oh, this is all part of it. This is what they all did. I'm just going to, you know, get a cut of an inverted cross. I think he just wanted to be in the group so bad that he was just like, yeah, yeah you can cut me, which is really sad in itself. You know, um, this is where it becomes more intense. Pennick the murderer then asked alt if he were ready to die. And when Alt answered, they didn't say whether he said yes or no. I'm guessing he was maybe gagged as well. but Oh, they did say gagged. But when Alt answered, Penick slit his throat. Oof. Yeah. That's one way I wouldn't want to go out. Big oof. Uh, I don't know if it's quick or not. I assume it's quick, but it's better than, you know, continually getting cut and whatever, but... I feel yeah. like there were a lot of details left out as we're about to find out in the ritual and I think they maybe tried to sanitize it up just like in like most websites were just like, This is what happened. They cut him and uh, you know, then they slit his throat. But I did find like some of the court documents where they kinda got into more details in the courtroom. But um I found some details that Penic's previous murder Back in Fulton County, Ohio, was also committed by slitting someone's throat with a knife, which is very interesting. That's kind of like his yeah. M.O. And I guess he like was like comfortable with that. I don't know who the guy was, why he killed him. All they said that that was he killed somebody in Fulton. I couldn't find it. Um, also, apparently in the court documents I found online from the trial, uh, from the trial, Pennix stated that Goodwin. Um, tried to cut out the victim's heart before he died and how the victim remained conscious throughout this and responded to questions. And I don't know if that was like panic trying to make Goodwin look worse or whatnot, but yeah, it's fucking crazy to think like... Like the whole torture aspect was like a big part in the trial of trying to figure out whether he did torture him because you would definitely get more time for that. So it was, uh, you know, trying to divert blame and stuff. Um, I also stated that in the documents, uh, Oh, sorry. It was also stated that in the documents that the head and hands were removed, uh, afterward, not to conceal. They said that it was not to conceal the identity of the victim, but because Keith Lawrence wanted to give the skull to a friend and, Honestly, I think this is just a way to legally try and dodge more sentencing time where they're like, we weren't trying to hide the fact that we killed somebody. Because, like, when you dismember a body after and you're trying to hide, then it's like, I think it goes in, like, tampering evidence or, like, you know, there's laws that, you know, come into play when you're trying to hide the identity. So they're like, no, no, we were planning on doing, like, Satanistic things. We weren't thinking about trying to get yeah. away with it. And it's like, yeah, you were. Yeah. Let's not kid ourselves. <laughs>
1: so Yeah, you weren't going to turn yourself in. Yeah, exactly.
0: So Penick Goodwin... And Keith Lawrence, um, surprisingly, I don't think the other Lawrence brother had as much to do with it, but he still obviously was there. But Pennick, Goodwin, and Keith Lawrence cut off, then cut off Alts head and hands and attempted to burn them and then buried the remaining body in a field. Um, after disposing of the remains, this is the worst part. After disposing of the remains, the members of the group... Uh, Anne Ferguson, the girl who drove them, used money stolen from Alt to purchase food at Arby's. Oh, God. I know. Arby's. Not only is it like gross that they were like, I'm hungry after this, but they did. What? They went to Arby's. That's, they wanted roast beef yeah, that's after cutting someone's meat. hands and off. What the fuck are off. you doing? It's so gross. Yeah. So, um, Alt remains were found by police three months later off of a tip, which ultimately led to the arrest of Lawrence and his brother, uh, David, along with Mark Goodwin and Jimmy Lee Pennock. All of the men did not live in the area, but were all connected to DeKalb County Free Fall Fair uh, that had come into town three months earlier, connecting them to Alt, ultimately. And all four men... Uh, uh, pleaded, uh, guilty to the crime. They ended up pleading guilty, uh, when the trial started, I think the trial started maybe two years later or something like that. They're arrested and everything, but the main trial started two years later. And, uh, in the end, Mark Goodwin pled to assisting a criminal, uh, and battery committed by means of deadly weapon. And he received eight years for each charge to be served concurrently. Keith Lawrence, was convicted of conspiracy to commit murder and was sentenced to fifty years in prison and twenty years probation. Uh, his brother David Lawrence, who I don't think was involved um, in like the dismembering of the body and stuff like that, who knows what he like what cuts he made or whatnot. But they made it seem like he yeah. didn't try to remove the head or hands. His brother David Lawrence was sentenced to eight years on a charge of assisting a criminal and um, accused killer jimmy lee pennick received 60 years for the murder of alt and this 60 years is not actually including the ohio murder charge and they said they wanted those to run consecutively but his like lawyers are trying to be like i think he should serve him at the same time and then they're like no after he's done with the 60 years or like 30 20 years depending i know like they cut time in half if you're like you know good behavior but then they're like Then we're going to add the other charge after you're done with that sentence. So I don't know what ended up happening. I know they're still trying to contest it. Um, I think he was denied parole in 95, but I haven't seen any more information. He's obviously still in prison and whatnot. But um, yeah, it was like, it's a very strange case that actually doesn't have a lot of coverage and doesn't have like a lot of information on. And I had to do like, a ton of research to try to find like these little obscure local news things, um, for such like a horrific thing that you think would be covered like a lot more widely. Yeah. You
1: know? I never heard of it. I
0: know it's very interesting, but yeah. Um, that's what happened. And it's, it's really fucked up and sad. Um, especially like, cause in the court hearings, um, the guys, they, like, felt bad about it. They're like, oh, like, Alt was, like, a good guy. I think they just, like, kind of went too far, mob mentality things. But the mom was like, what the fuck do you want me to, like, forgive you? Like, that's not going to happen. Like, you guys killed him and blah, blah, blah. So, which I agree with her. They deserve to be in prison, you know, for the rest of your life or or at least for the majority for doing something, like, that, that heinous. But, like, <laughs> yeah. you know how teenagers are, though. You know, they're, trying. Oh, yeah. they're crazy. I tell you.
1: Oh, you just get them on TikTok and they start foaming at the mouth.
0: (laughs) But, uh, yeah, that's the story of the Carney cult uh, from Indiana.
1: Alrighty. Well, I guess I'll start my story, which actually has to do a little bit with TikTok itself. Ooh. Yeah. So, uh, today I want to talk about a new app that has given social media, that has taken the social media world by storm. Um, highly publicized by users of TikTok, Instagram, and Reddit. This app is named Randonautica.
0: I've never heard of that.
1: Really? I figured you would have. Um, but what is Randonautica or Random Nautica? Uh this is an app the the description of the app says this, and it's in essence Randonautica is an app that encourages you to get out and explore your local area. It does this by giving you a randomized set of coordinates and asks you to go out with a purpose in mind. This can be anything big or small, like finding something unexpected or the answer to something that has been bugging you. Once you return from your trip, you are encouraged to share what you stumbled across on the Games Forum.
0: Interesting. So it's like they send you just like... Random <laughs> coordinates, or do they do they know what the place is before, like you get there? I
1: think it's ra- I think it's pretty random. Um, so the idea of this app is it's like a mapping app, and you start the app by mentally projecting what it is that you're looking for in your journey. Whoa! So people think of all kind of things from state of minds like happiness, or um, they can think of something like a like a like a dog. <laughs> And the app will provide you with a coordinate on a map that is relatively close to you, and you have to explore the world to find the exact provided like coordinates and what you're looking Wait, for. Wait, you
0: don't just like think of the thing; you have to like type it into the app, right? So you're like happiness or like yeah. animals, and then they'll send you somewhere, right?
1: Yeah, you have to type it in, and then you have to like think about it. I get into it a little bit okay. more. Okay,
0: that's so weird. So I the mean, app- it's, it's almost like a um, like a geocache.
1: You know what those are? It's a lot. It's a lot like geocaching.
0: Yeah, but like this could bring you to a – I love animals and they just bring you to a slaughterhouse.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I actually tested the app out and downloaded it and it – God, the, the app looks so sketchy. Um, like the whole interface of it looks so sketchy. It looks like an old website from like the 90s. Um, and the app provides information about the idea and the concept of the app obviously. Mm-hmm and uh the app also provides what they call the nine tenets of randonauts. knots the people that use it call themselves randonauts knots and yeah tenets meaning you know a principle or belief especially one of the main principles of a religion or uh or uh fuck philosophy <laughs> sorry it 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 type it, it I typoed it. I was typing fast. <laughs> but like sounds um, like
0: we got two cults on our hands. I got a Carney cult and you got some rando knots. Random cult. Random.
1: Yeah. Random. <laughs> so uh the, these are the nine tenets. Number one is uh seeing in the dark. And that's defined <laughs> as dedication to exploring the uncertainty and blind spots of the world around us. Because a lot of people think okay, that like so it's you can a find it like, yeah, people, like, have, like, responded saying they found, like, a glitch in the matrix. And it's, like, it'll be, like, a house that has, like, or, like, a building that has, like, a perfect awning and a staircase and, like, a, just, like, a brick wall with no door on it.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um. So, the next one is venture with mindfulness. And that says paying attention, practicing safety, and situational awareness. Uh. The next one is be sincere. Show compassion and willingness to uh, undergo oneself and the community. Uh, the next one is high vibes intent, which is be luminous in though and strive to rat uh, radiate a positive mindset.
0: It's kind of interesting. These are like very much like this is like a religion commandments type thing, even though yeah. it's an app. But like the religion is based off of like exploring new things, which is like it's good. Yeah, and I'm I'm all for it. But like it also it is also weird when somebody gives you like a uh, commandments or like a a credo to live by or something like that. You know, it's like oh okay, this yeah. is more than an app.
1: Yeah, and uh, the next one is value inner life appreciation towards the self as the catalyst for an effort on external environment. hmm it's kind of kind of a mouthful mm. of big <laughs> big confusing words. it confused me. Um, the next one is bridge cultural gaps, which is uh, share experiences to assist in understanding the beauty of shared global consciousness. Okay. Next one is uh, transform and shift. Uh, curiously, the rest the theory of quantum randomization and the possibility to change a life path or shift into a new, better space and time.
0: Okay, now we're getting to some sci-fi. It's kind of got a little bit of everything, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah. This is my favorite out of the nine tenets. Uh, bring a trash bag, be respectful of the environment, and always leave the place you traveled to better than it was
0: before. Oh, See, we got a little... See, that's interesting. We got a little, like... We got some spiritual going on there. We got some environmental going on there. We got some social going on there. You know, like, be kind to your neighbors. Be aware of our feelings. Be aware of nature. Not a, not a bad idea. Yeah. And this is... <laughs> I get to see, like, the Chinese dictator typing this out as, like, he's tracking our phones.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, the next one is... uh uh synchronicity which is diving into randomness to find connections and meanings for both the individual and the community using serendipitous occurrences to guide you on your path
0: okay this look like there's some fate involved maybe you know
1: yeah so uh the app, the app also provides some quick pro tips uh these pro tips are uh random knots with a uh with a precise, mi- it says, uh, randonaut with precise mindset. So it's like, keep your mind towards like a goal. Mm-hmm. Again, the next one, bring a trash bag to help the environment. Um, uh, if you normally wouldn't go on an adventure alone, go with a friend or a group, which is safe. I like that yeah. because you are going like into weird random places. Uh, nodding is best done at, as a daytime activity, which is also good and safe. Um, always randonaut with a charged phone. Oh, okay. Smart. I mean, I would never just leave the house without Maybe a Maybe tell phone, you know?
0: somebody where your location is just in case.
1: Exactly. Uh, use situational awareness. Uh, be respectful of property owners, never trespass and do not go into dangerous areas. So a lot of the pro tips sound more like a, Hey, don't get a suit and be safe kind of thing. Mm. Uh, but, I, you know, I can't blame them for trying that. I have a question. Um,
0: Do you think yeah. that they brought the trash bag because randonauts also suffer from your leg syndrome?
1: <laughs> you're le- and probably. They're like... It if- took me a minute to understand what you're trying to say. You know, some randonauts might have the stanky leg, <laughs> um, no dance included.
0: Wrap that shit in a Glade Febreze bag.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Lavender scent peas. <laughs> um... <laughs>
0: I only fuck so with lavender conf- scent, boy.
1: <laughs> so after... Conf- but Okay, I don't want to go on a little side tangent. If you guys aren't about the scented trash bags yet, <laughs> give it a shot. Because those 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 make such a good... such a difference. It really is so nice. It is smart. I've never gone back. You, I did it once. I've never gone back. You know I always go scented trash bags. You
0: know what's interesting, though? I'm so pro scented trash bag, and I'm so anti-scented toilet paper. That's a thing? Yeah, like I I think it's not as big of a thing I feel like that now burn. Because now people kind of realize that like if you're putting, you know, something like so close to your butthole, it should probably be like as natural <laughs> as you know, it can your butthole? it can be. But I just remember like in the nineties I would go to like people's houses and I walk in their bathroom and I smell their toilet paper and I'd be like, Oh my god.
1: Mm. No, but like Yeah, I don't think I don't think I ever ran into scented toilet I paper. Think
0: you, I mean, I just think most people don't really realize it because, like, you know, a bathroom sometimes smells like it or something. But, like, they do, they did or still do make scented toilet paper to a certain extent. Okay. But I don't like that. It's just like spraying perfume in your butthole or something, which
1: yeah, stings. which I've done all the time. It <laughs> stings. Oh, it hurts.
0: stingy, stingy. And
1: then you get a rash and then all that that, that summertime butthole is way summertime worse. Summertime
0: sadness. Yeah, that's what that song's about. So on,
1: yeah, on the app, um, after you confirm your location, uh, you simply just type in a word. I typed in "scary."
0: Why would you do then, that? Because
1: uh, <laughs> I want to see a scary place. Then the app gives you the options uh, to define what you're looking for. A message pops up and says, "Let's search. What would you like to get?" Um, attractors are. It are dense clusters of random points. Voids are the opposite. Anomalities are not. Ana- God, I can't say that fucking word.
0: Abnormalities.
1: Omality, yeah, um, are strong out of the attractors and voids are the strongest ones. So it gives you a choice between the three of like, you know, how intense you want your journey to be. Kind of
0: scary. That one uh, of them is called a void.
1: Yeah. So once you select it will also ask you how many points of interest you would like to go for one two five or ten um, so it's like how many like things in the area do you want to see okay like do you want like you want one specific options. thing or like yeah so uh, once you figure that out um, once the app figures out where you are it' will give you an option of a map app to guide you so you can you can it it works with different apps so you like your Apple maps you can use that okay. if you like Google Maps you can use that. So we did it. Uh, My friends Jared from episode four, um, Alec from episode 51, and Alec's girlfriend Emily who are visiting me right now. um, We punched it in for scary sightings and set out to find what was so damn spooky in the area. Um, Unfortunately, the coordinates it hit us with uh, was on a spot that was off the side of a narrow highway with nowhere to pull off or turn around. So we just kind of like, drove by it, and like we all like looked, and we're like, "Oh, yeah, that might be it." Um, do you think that they're trying? So to we make didn't really have a way
0: because they're trying to kill you. Um, it's possible. So, like, drive into this tree um, and then haunt the tree forever. It's spooky now. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately,
1: um, the only thing we could do was speculate on how creepy whatever it was beyond our sight was, but mostly we found disappointment. Um, it was. It did point – so the the spot that we looked, it had – there was, like, two big mountains, and then there was, like, this set of trees that kind of, like, went in between it, and it got, like, dense in between it. So I'm guessing it was something that was, like, in the trees. Ooh. But, again, we we really did not have an option to – and, like, this, this highway, like, freeway, whatever, it, it was – there's nowhere to turn around. It's a very long – winding road with like cars on it. So we didn't really have much of an option. Like we couldn't have like taken the next exit and walked in. It was like miles away until the next turn. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, but we are not a good example because, um, there have been some huge findings while doing this. Now, this is a huge story at the moment. This is like probably one of the more recent stories we've done on this podcast. Typically we do like things that are like, you know, well in the past, but this is like going on right now. Mm -hmm. Um, so a viral a viral TikTok was posted by a user named Ugh Henry, and uh, what they discovered would hit massive news outlets around the world. Uh, so the TikTok video shows two teenage girls and the uploader who's holding the camera, uh, who I'm gonna guess was Henry, uh, Ugh Henry, <laughs> and using the app to discover something interesting. The app took the three teens to a shoreline in Seattle, Washington, where the kids were, you know, laughing, joking around because they obviously had no idea what they were about to get involved with. Um, The three spotted a black suitcase or not a suitcase, like a like a like what you travel with. Like um, it was more like, you know, the typical thing you take to the airport, like luggage. Yeah, it was like luggage, like black luggage. Um, that had, it had washed up onto the rocks from the ocean What the fuck? and it was, it was right where the thing led them to. And the teens were joking around about maybe the suitcase was filled with money or wealth and we're all excited. Uh, but it wasn't, it wasn't filled with money. Oh, how and, many legs uh, the teens were in got...
0: there? How many fucking stinky legs?
1: <laughs> um, so the teens got closer to inspect it, but notice an overwhelming scent coming from oh. the bag.
0: Stank. And uh, They should have used they, a Febreze bag.
1: <laughs> it was the stanky leg. It was my stanky leg. <laughs> and so they unzipped it and uh, used a stick to try to search the contents of the bag. But the bag was full of a sketchy garbage, garbage bag, like a black garbage bag.
0: It's all coming full circle, David. Lu-
1: yeah. Luckily, uh, the kids were smart and called in the Seattle Police Department. Uh, Quickly, the police responded, and later, the Seattle Police Department confirmed the discovery in a news release on June 19th that detectives are currently investigating after several bags containing human remains were located near the water in the 1100 block of Alki Avenue, Southwest Washington.
0: Holy shit.
1: The police are still working with the country medical examiner to identify the remains, and there's no information released yet about whether the body parts belong to one or multiple victims, and no cause of death has been determined.
0: So so we're basically we're talking about like an app that may have some kind of supernatural connection. Yes.
1: Interesting. And so and it can lead you to creepy things. It can lead you to good things. Um, but yeah, it can lead you to like really creepy shit. Holy shit. So, yeah. So, but not all discoveries on this app are so grim. Um, there is a subreddit, and I was looking at it, and a user, a Reddit user named uh, Sarkat, posted on the subreddit um, r slash randonauts saying that they were nodding and set the intent as dog. And the app led them to a location where a stray dog was <gasps> and, uh, and, and, uh, say whatever their name was, uh, to come a new buddy. So they found a stray dog oh, and adopted
0: interesting, it. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Um, another user named a pretty narwhal, uh, had set their intent as Shrek <clears throat> and was led to a small
0: swamp. Hey where there are waffles there <laughs> classic Ugh. classic Shrek. So, and we're it... all my we're all my shrek fans at in the morning
1: what's that festival called Megan
0: waffles oh um uh, shrek fest
1: sh- shrek fest there's some good i feel TikToks like we talked about, about, about that in an early we episode we did
0: talk about that and there was actually i think a tiktok video came up on my feed of course it did and it was sh- people enjoying shrek fest and i think i sent it to you maybe
1: yeah, you did. It was beautiful. A lot of people just as Shrek, a lot of blind mice. Kind of um, Lord Lord the...
0: Farquads in there. Yeah, it
1: was beautiful. Nice. They're playing volleyball and shit.
0: Get out of my swim donkey.
1: So um another user named I Am Just Dalton shared a happy post saying that they had uh, sent the intent of uh, father on father's day after losing his father earlier that year. Um, the app took this user to a cemetery at noon and in broad daylight, a coyote was standing in the exact coordinates. Um, the late father's lifelong nickname was dog.
0: No way.
1: And you know it's it's pretty rare to just see a coyote like out in daylight just like in a fucking cemetery.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: Yeah. Oh my so god. So everyone will have a different yeah, everybody will have a different experience with this app. Um I'm going to try it again and hopefully it will be more of a uh, more of a accessible place that we can actually go look at. So if you guys are interested in doing some exploration in this time, especially with everybody locked up, you want to get outside, try the app out, but please take a friend with you for safety and let people know where you're going. Um, I've seen, I remember reading one thing, people just being like, that app is used for like sex slave trafficking. Like they'll put you in like a random place and people come and kidnap you. Oh,
0: fuck. Great. Another thing I got to be scared about. I think you're okay. Just make smart choices. If you feel go with your gut, if you feel like something's <laughs> sketchy, you know, don't open the don't open the leg bag and uh get back yeah. in your car. Whoa, yeah. that's interesting. The whole uh, it's like a ve- it's like um I feel like there's been like urban legends like that in the past where it's like an app or a website or something like digital that's maybe connected to the spirit world. So it's very interesting to see like a brand new app that's like kind of similar to like pokemon go we're geocaching you know where you can hey go you out. know
1: what you can double dip go some pokemon go while you're rando nodding i'm are sure you can find some that? charizards i'm sure they are
0: yeah i never played it they
1: yet. can nintendo can do anything and slap pokemon on it and people are gonna eat that shit. that's up. true
0: that's true wow yep. well you know what i have a new app to go download and because you know i got some time in my hands and i got some walking shoes so we'll see what pops up yep. around uh i just moved so we'll see what pops up around here and see if i can find any fun dead bodies <laughs> 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 they're so fun get
1: involved in a murder case who doesn't want to get involved in a murder case
0: yeah. like
1: i don't want to go to court i love court it's so fun who doesn't love you get court? to wear a get to sit in a room drink coffee oversized
0: suit and then they go
1: have you ever gotten jury duty Never.
0: i'm interested though. i got it once how was it i got
1: it once um i had to go to the court at like 5 a.m where um i saw somebody that i knew from high school um one of my friends and so you know we were chatting about like oh god this hopefully this isn't like a huge pain in the ass and, uh, it turned out that the judge was the mother of someone that we had grown up with. And my friend went up and was like, Hey, we know the judge personally. We're like, we're, uh, what, what's Friends the, what side. do you call that? Like, well, like we're, we're just like, we know them personally. Acquaintances. We're, um, well, not, no, I'm, I'm it, it basically being knowing the judge ruled us like unconstitutionally
0: oh. constitutionally,
1: like available yeah
0: it's like when they ask like do you have uh discrimination issues are you racist yeah Yeah. exactly it's like i think they did that on on like curb your enthusiasm where larry's like i'm a nazi you know he's like jewish or something like that and then they're like what (laughs) no you're not i forget but it was something like that yeah but
1: but yeah so she uh she went and told them that we knew the judge and so they let us Uh, go so we didn't have to do anything that's
0: awesome. But I'd still be – I've never even, like, been in, like, a courtroom, I don't think, ever, which is a – I've been in fake
1: ones for commercials. Oh, really?
0: I was going to say, which is probably a good (laughs) sign that you've never been in a courtroom. But, like, I'm interested to, like, hear, like, how a trial actually operates compared to, like, what you see on TV and whatnot. You know what I mean? I guess it's pretty similar, but I've watched Better Call Saul. I know what goes down in a courtroom.
1: Yeah. You know, I I feel like I'm on the same page as – Oh, what's his... The guy from The Office who's who just loves jury duty because he doesn't oh, have Stanley. to go to work. Yeah, I feel like nowadays I'd be on a Stanley vibe where it's just like, oh, I have a reason to not have to do anything. It's like, I like get sign me I paid
0: time off and is sitting in an air-conditioned room with free lunch. Like, I've been trying to get jury duty ever since I was 25 or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it does kind of sound nice. And plus, I want to be like the guy who's like uh, 12 angry men. where like, he'd... They're like, the guy's like, I did it. I I chopped off the guy's head and hands and everyone's like, Oh, so he did it. I'm like, Okay, now let's not jump to conclusions. Like, no, he said Yeah, he let's did it. let's ride this out. I'm like, I <laughs> think this somebody out. in the audience had a pocket watch and they were hypnotizing him. And they're like, No, that he he's covered in blood still. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no. God damn. There's
1: it. something strange about this story. I just don't buy it yet. <laughs>
0: I'm just sitting in a courtroom like, my geocache brought me here. What do you guys got in that little pencil box back there?
1: (laughs) I found a murder weapon in this bag. (laughs) Look, I opened it.
0: Is the murder weapon amazing Febreze lavender scent? Because that bag definitely smells like it. Mm -hmm.
1: I always keep one in my back pocket. (laughs) My poop bag. (laughs) It's always on the right side with the stanky
0: light. (laughs) anyway i think that covers all of our stories for today so if you guys are more interested in what the hell we're talking about you go to campstrange.com and uh we got the episodes up there we got the hyperlinks for all the social media and whatnot um if you guys like merch we got some merch there too and if you guys want to rate review and subscribe you can do that on apple Podcasts, and that would be amazing but we are also on spotify and if you're listening on you know we're listening to this if you're already listening so fuck it um, and, and if you guys want to send us any emails, you can send it to campstrangepodcast at gmail dot com. And uh, yeah, that should be it for today. David, do you have anything to say before we leave?
1: Uh, wear sunscreen.
0: Oh, that's good. And also wrap your stanky leg.
1: Oh, also, uh, be safe on the Fourth of July. We this this is our last episode before Fourth of July, oh, yeah. so be careful out there. Be safe. Drink. Don't drink and drive. Wear your nails. Uh yeah wear your mask if you're out in public be safe
0: yeah. don't hold any fireworks when you light them put them on the ground first yes we're your dads anyway we're your we're your papas now <laughs> and don't forget to stay strange